0: Hey friends, Ashton here. Welcome back to another episode of Good, True, and Beautiful. I hope you and yours are doing well. The autumn season has arrived. Doesn't feel like it in Texas, but it's here. The trees are about to do their dance from green to gold to bourbon fade. I, I'm excited. This is my favorite, favorite time of the year. I hope you and yours are doing well. Um got a little cup of coffee here this morning and uh yeah thank you for your patience it's been a while since i've been able to um post and uh but you guys have been super patient and i'm just grateful you're here if you've never been here before welcome uh we are super grateful that you have given us some ear space in a jog and a drive wherever you may be and um just a little snippet of who we are and what we're doing here. Uh, We are trying to ask the great big questions of what is goodness, truth, and beauty up to in the world. That's it. That's, that's, there's, there's my spiel for you. That's all we're doing here. Uh, We do not have the market cornered Um, newsflash. We do not have the market cornered on uh, what goodness, truth, and beauty are up to in the world, but my, oh my, are we trying to affirm it everywhere we can. Uh, That's what we want, right? We just want to surf the ways of what's good, true, and beautiful. So uh, forgive me for the uh, podcast title that's not so creative. But at the end of the day, my goodness, what else are we after? So welcome. We are grateful you are here and uh, hope you stay around for a while. Um, Today, where are we going? Well, I'm looking at a blank page of notes today. <laughs> and normally, um, n- normally, I've my notes for these podcasts. I typically have about five bullet points, and then just some random remarks. And I just kind of follow it, and I see where it goes. Today, we are we are really thinking on our feet and just thinking out loud. But I've been um, navigating some space that's I I. I think it's, I'm finding that it's beneficial. I I shared this at a conference that I got to speak at not long ago. Uh, I'm using it with some of my clients that I coach with. And I just think it helps when we get some handlebars, narrative, uh, vernacular, concreteness to maybe some places where we are in life. And I, I, I don't really have a po- name for this podcast, but I think it's going to be called something along these lines. Um, when I know where I'm at, I think I can see where I'm going. Uh, that may not be it. Where When we know this is where we are, we can look towards where we long to be. Maybe that's what this thing should be called. Um, Because here's... Here's where I'm going with this. Let me just give you the end right at the very beginning. Most people are not clear on where they are. They they're confused. They are caught up in some of their uh cherished and dreaded illusions. And they are not penetrating those illusions and touching reality and saying, "Ah, Yeah, this is where I am. Of course this is why I'm feeling this way. So they they typically come to a space in life, and we're going to talk about three spaces, and they don't really have the words or the verbiage or the vernacular or the handlebars, you, you name it. They don't have it. And so they're confused and they're suffering and they're in pain when truly liberation is at their fingertips if they could just see where they were at. So, can we walk with that for a bit? Because I think that's where we're going here. Um, so these three spaces. Now, if you followed the work of Father Richard Rohr, any a lot of this is probably going to sound familiar. But the truth is, is is it's kind of universal across all areas of life, and so we typically find ourselves in one of three spaces, and these are you can use mentality. You can use posture, you can use heart space, you can use the word season, uh, but we typically find ourselves in one of these three areas. First one being order. Order. Like, uh, we know where everything is. The, uh, the furniture in our house is as it is. When we open the refrigerator, the milk is up and on the left. Uh, the, the nice, fancy blanket that you're never supposed to use, it goes on that couch, on that right cushion, uh, at this angle, folded this way. Uh, you get up, there's your coffee pot, there's your car, you take that to the office, there you field some phone calls and emails, you then come home, make a charcuterie board, pour yourself a Manhattan, you get where I'm going here, well, order, order, um, nothing's wrong with order, let me just say that, nothing's wrong with order. Uh, I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit. Second space is disorder, um, chaos, challenge, strife, uh, and let me tell you, man, I've crossed paths with a lot of people recently that are in some disorder, um, but they haven't really been okay calling it that. They they we, in in disorder, the natural thing the ego wants to do is take some exits out out of some doors that are basically called blame, guilt, uh, shame, fear, um, and there's a lot of exit doors that we can take in the realm of disorder, but that that can be a space that maybe you find yourself in today uh, and, and and but the thing is disorder, doesn't have the final say all of us that are navigating our lives we know when we look backwards we connect the dots and we end up at a space called reorder which is where things are totally different than they were in the realm of order because we went through some disorder yet they're also very similar it's just our eyes and our ears our eyes see a little bit differently uh, our ears hear a little bit differently. The heart beats with a little more peace. And um, so as as we walk through these today, I invite you maybe to consider um, where may you be today? Order? Disorder? Reorder? Um, none of those are bad. They all belong. It's all part of it. Um. but maybe you just need to kind of hear where you're at today because if you can hear that perhaps you can then hear where you are being led to and maybe you can then take the next step and uh just newsflash it doesn't end at reorder there's still steps to go after that and we'll get there um can I start off with some Rumi before I get going into this today? Yeah. Can we just, can we time out Rumi? Um I read this yesterday morning and uh it it, it I'd read it before, but um whew, you know how you just kinda get you just get it sometimes right out of a little snippet of Rumi. Um this one is called What Was Told That And I feel like I need to tell you about the comma that's here. This poem's called What Was Told, Comma, That. Uh, This is Rumi translated by the great Coleman Barks. What was said to the rose that made it open was said to me here in my chest. What was told the cypress that made it strong and straight, what was whispered the jasmine so it is what it is. Whatever made sugar cane sweet. Whatever was said to the inhabitants of the town of Chagall in Turkestan that makes them so handsome. Whatever lets the pomegranate flower blush like a human face. That is being said to me now. I blush. Whatever put eloquence in language. That's happening here. The great warehouse doors open, I feel with gratitude, chewing a piece of sugar cane, in love with the one to whom every that belongs. (laughs) Thank you, Rumi. We are grateful you breathed on this earth for a little bit. What was said to the rose was said to me here in my chest. The reason I wanted to open with this poem is... I, we need to be open to hear a conversation like this, because if, if we're closed, uh, this dialogue, it, it, we're not going to hear it. It's going to go, it's going to go in one ear and out the other. Um, I, I want us to be open and vast today as we hear this dialogue. So um, which, which stage are you in right now? And when we talk about order, disorder, and reorder, you can be in a different stage in all different areas. Perhaps your business is in order, but your inner life is in disorder. Perhaps your relationships are now in a season of reorder, straight out of a season of disorder. But you've got some disorder maybe going on at the office. There's... All of these, this is a juggling act. It's always going on. But when we can know where we are, we can find out where maybe we need to be going. And so let's go, let's just start at the very first place of order. And there's nothing wrong with order. There's nothing wrong with order. The the tone of order is certitude, though. Certitude. That this is the way it is. This is the way it should be. These are the rules. This is how you do it. Um, But it doesn't really leave a lot of room for creativity, possibility, wonder, awe. Uh, When we're in a state of order, we've got our answers. I've got the answers, thank you. Uh, I don't need those questions. Um, But I think all of us know, especially once you move into the second half of life, that... You start entering a season or a space or a way of seeing the world where it's not that you question everything, but it's that your answers aren't really doing it for you anymore. You, you're getting a little burned out on the competition of everything that makes everything win-lose, right-wrong, good-bad, up-down, yes-no. In the realm of order, uh, that's kind of all you have. Now, we need certitude. We need some boundaries. We need to know for us that which is good, true, and beautiful. I'm The last one here to tell you, uh, everywhere you have order in your life, get out, run. Um, <clears throat> but here's the truth. Whatever you have in life that is in a space of order... I know for a fact that somewhere, anytime uh, you've carved out space of silence, stillness, or solitude, something, something is beckoning you towards something new and different. I just know that's true. I know that's true, and you know that's true. Now, the problem is, is that what that little something is is, is actually a nudge towards reorder. It's like the universe goes, Hey, uh, you think, you think life could get a little more interesting? You think that, uh, you think that all of this certitude really isn't bringing you the peace that you thought it would? Uh, you want... You want some true peace. You want a, you want a depth, a breadth, a, a a density to the peace in your life. You want an anchor that you can hold to. Um, here's the problem. Okay, back to this pattern. The only way we get from order to reorder is through disorder, which is why most of us never take the step. Why would you, right? Why would you? But I just want you to think about everywhere in life that maybe we see this pattern show up. Look at nature, right? I'm already talking about autumn this morning. The autumn is the great announcement that there's beauty in the breakdown. The autumn, here's, this is something I would invite you to experience As you walk through the trees in the next 60 to 90 days and you see this green to gold to bourbon fade happen, allow the trees to whisper to you like this, like this. Because you see, the the tree goes, oh man, these clothes, this year's way of seeing the world, this shade that i provided this year uh this certitude of of these leafy things that are coming uh coming off of me um i got to let them go i got to let them go and if you look down like i remember i mean we don't get autumn in texas that 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 well but like man when we were in chicago a couple years ago if if you looked at the ground uh it it looked a little like it was in disorder just leaves flying stacked everywhere but if you really looked if you felt what was happening there you were like oh, that's the juice that's it there there's the invitation so even nature is telling us uh, the hey you're in order summer mr summer was that fun mr summer you want to you want the the bloom of spring you want the tulips you want the uh you want the butterflies and the bees you want the beautiful burst and the green of spring what are you willing to lose? What are you willing to go through? What's some of the breakdown you're willing to have? What's some r- disorder you're willing to embrace and move into? Yeah, that's the announcement what about um what about you that you guys maybe that are business owners? You know that there's never been a straight line from order to reorder. You've got a new idea for a product, you've got a new idea for a service. you've got a new direction that you feel that you need to go in whatever industry. Guess what was between you and your order and you and your reorder. Disorder. Disorder. We see it in the hero's journey, too. You would never go to a movie you wouldn't even call a story a story if the element of disorder was missing so as we move into the chat about disorder what, I, what my my greatest hope today for anyone that may be listening is that you would be able to see in the midst of whatever this pain is, in the midst of whatever this suffering is, in the midst of whatever the challenge that has found you is, in the midst of whatever this dark, dark, dark territory may be, that it is actually the step towards where you're longing to be. Some of you may be... um, in a spot where you don't have any language to describe this, you may be in a place where you think it's impossible to get out. you may be in a posture that feels so foreign and so painful um, This is how it works, and so you kind of you kind of have to assign some meaning. To this disorder, because if you don't have meaning assigned to it, if this disorder you don't see is something that is actually getting you to where you long to be in your story, then you're 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 probably not gonna take the steps that are necessary to get to reorder. So the question I think you have to ask yourself in a space of disorder is what do you want? What do you want? Now, most most of us, right, we've been sold and told that which we want. We've been told, go get some status. Get some followers. Um, join the club. Yeah, that's what we've been told. But isn't it true that more than status, you actually want state? a st- a, a state of beauty? Um... Maybe you thought it was profits. Maybe profits that you've been told and sold. Profits are the are the thing that will make it all make sense for you. Yeah, the problem with that is how many of you have had some of the most profitable years of your life and yet peace was the lowest on the radar it's ever been. Um, we've got this phrase in our tradition that I come from that... I it was, We just throw it around, and we don't even listen to it. And it's this idea that there is a peace that surpasses understanding. Could a reorder of your life be that you don't have to understand it all? So in order, it's all about certitude. In disorder, uh, it's all about uncertainty, confusion, chaos, uh, pain, strife, affliction, uh, you name it. Um, what if what if letting go of the need to understand could be the, just the little simple thing that unlocks the handcuffs that have you in disorder and get you into reorder? Listen, we, we don't have to understand it all. And what... What good would it do even if we could understand and explain it all? Then we wouldn't have any mystery. We wouldn't have any wonder. We wouldn't have any awe. We wouldn't believe that there could be a next, comma, next, comma. And the universe that we long to be in is next, next, next. Um, is information helping you in your disorder or is it wisdom that maybe you need like sometimes i kind of go my gosh i got plenty of books plenty of wisdom i've underlined plenty of lines in these books uh but wisdom is is when we take some of this and we put it on wisdom is when we take some of this that we've been entrusted and we actually use it in the world um in disorder, I'm not so sure that information is what you need, right? How many, how many of you are in disorder and, and people close to you have given you plenty of information? Doesn't help, doesn't help. Uh, but wisdom, maybe wisdom, maybe wisdom. Um, wisdom says that we're sure of what we hope for and certain of what we don't see. That's wisdom, that's not information. Do, do you just need some hope? Do you just need to believe that there is a tailwind of goodness, truth, and beauty behind you? that That is wisdom in the space of reorder. Uh, what about connection? I've found that most people in disorder, uh, they are isolated and alone. They are not connected and together. And... Um, sometimes they think they can get that by means of correctness. They're taking the old mentality of order and saying, well, but the rule book says this, uh, the, the, the 10 bullet points say that, this book says this. No, you, you really, you've, you've got to have this wholesome integration of who you are as a person come together and be connected. Correctness isn't going to get you there. Um, how about this one, originality? Originality is really what you're being called to out of order into the reorder. So much of our order is just duplication of seeing what everyone else did. Yeah, we lived in that neighborhood. We joined that club, did that church thing, went to that camp, did this, said the prayer, said that, did that, got the badge, got the diploma, got the degree, took the job, won the award, right? Duplication, a lot of order is karaoke yeah i hate telling us that that's a whip for the ego to hear a lot of our order is karaoke but the thing remember that thing i said that's whispering to you it's whispering to you about originality it's whispering to you uh as bell says no one's ever tried you before it's whispering to you hey there's something out there there's an ocean there's a mountain." There's a journey. There's a path. Uh, don't use all those people's maps. Go make your own map. Go make your own map. Um, in disorder, a lot of times we think happiness is the cure. Happiness, though, uh, here today, gone tomorrow. The problem with happiness is the the hit, the fix, the uh, whatever, however you want to phrase that, Always has to be more the next time I need more of this need more money better food nicer hotel um, joy on the other hand happiness is found in order and disorder joy is found in reorder and then the last one i would I would say um, in the space of uh, uh, disorder for for those of us that may be in that space is you are not looking in life for an explanation you're looking for an experience i know i've said that aloud on the podcast this year but it's so so true you're not looking to be able to explain it all what you're longing for is actually to be able to feel it all hear it all sense it all taste it all and don't forget enjoy it all and that doesn't mean that you're correct it means that you're connected It doesn't mean that you've got all the information. It just means that you're dancing with wisdom. It doesn't mean that happiness is going to flood your days, but it means that you're going to have this thing called joy that you can hold to, hold on to. And so, as you kind of move in your story from order into disorder and into reorder, I think that we need to be very very careful by thinking that reorder is the end all goal of things because truly what what you what you get at reorder is transformation you get a person that is the same person they just experience the world in a new way there's a zen proverb that is so so good it's this before enlightenment you carry wood and you chop water after enlightenment you carry wood and you chop water. So don't, don't put all your, your eggs in the basket of, I got to get to reorder. I got to, I got to run, run, get to reorder. Cause then I'm in reorder and then I'm going to be satisfied and everything's good. I'll be enlightened, transformed. The world around me will change. So much of the world around you isn't going to change but the way in which you experience and enjoy the world totally changes. And I've found that some people that I've coached recently, they get into some space where they're like, well, my gosh, I did the hard work. I went from order to disorder to reorder, but no one around me did. No one sees it the way I did. Of course they didn't. They haven't been told to taste what you've tasted. They haven't been shown, to, they, haven't, they haven't seen what you've seen. But the invitation is on the other side of disorder. You show the wound and you say, shalom. But isn't it funny when you speak to people that really rattle your cage and you ask them questions like, how'd you get to where you are? And What'd you do? and Tell me what I should, blah, blah, blah. They always tell you about the disorder. That it's it's just how this thing operates. That summer moves into this autumn, into this winter space that can be absolutely brutal. But only then do we get to experience the spring and say shalom. Now, Something that's key to hold on to is, in the space of reorder, someday that's going to become order again. (laughs) Someday, all of the work that you did in the disorder leads you from reorder back to order, and then guess what? The leaves have to fall again. First the rise, then the fall. Both are the mercy of God. We have to remember that it's all in process. And so we don't raise the trophy in the space of reorder and say, look what I did, look at what I got. The only thing that you can really say is, I made it. I made it. And uh, you can make it too. And so some of the people that don't see the world like you do because they haven't gone through the disorder that you have, um, guess what? You, you get to show them that all there's left to do is enjoy. You get to show them that uh, there's a nonviolent peace in the world that in the end wins. Um, you get to show them that what it means to be human is totally original and yet totally universal. Um, I'm reading Deepak Chopra's new MetaHuman, which uh, is pretty rad by the way. And uh, last night he came to a point where he was talking about um, really the traits that describe human nature when we are liberated from secondhand social norms and conditioning, i.e order, <laughs> um, traits that describe human nature. Once you've left order, gone through disorder and arrived in this non-dual space of reorder, because remember you, 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 when you're in the space of reorder and you look backwards, you say everything belongs, you say it all counts. You say it's all part of it. You don't throw, you don't throw some of it out. You include it. Um, he said, here, here's the, here's the things to know, uh, or here's the things that you will notice about your human nature when you arrive in the space of reorder. Compassion. Resilience. Propensity to surrender. Interest in truth. Lack of defensiveness. Yeah, 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 yeah. Capacity to tolerate cognitive dissonance, i.e. having inconsistent thoughts, beliefs, or attitudes. Can we talk about the Thanksgiving table with that sentence? Um, do you have capacity to tolerate cognitive dissonance? Do you have capacity to tolerate people that may see the world differently than you? Um, here's If you can't start using this phrase, how fascinating. <laughs> From the book, The Art of Possibility. When someone confuses you, when you, when you uh, experience a human that confuses you, just say this word, or these words, How fascinating. Uh, Next one. Tolerance for emotional discomfort. Yep. Gratitude. Low anxiety level. Authenticity and humility. Yeah, that's how you know. Um, If you're wondering if you're in the space of reorder, just listen to that list again. Authenticity. Humility. Um, Are you seeing the world in that lens. And if so, uh, I would say you've done some work. You've taken the hero's journey. You've taken the steps that you need to be taking. and uh, But remember, remember, at some point, all of that is going to be challenged again, and you're going to have to shed the skin again. You're going to have to lose the leaves again. You're going to have to allow something to die so that something new can be reborn again. So where are we today? Um, Everything hunky-dory in order? Uh, I would invite you, carve out some stillness and silence and solitude. See what you may hear. See what you may hear. And and listen, that takes some courage and bravery because whatever you hear is going to invite you into the unknown. It's going to invite you to leave the cave, go out into the wilderness, and uh, there, there you'll meet the wild beast. But the you that you will experience is the, the you that always will be and the you that always has been. It's the you before you had a name. It's the you before you had a biography. It's the you before you had an at symbol before your name on Twitter. It's the you before any of these things that we've bolted on to you by means of personality, biography, talents, giftings. It, all that disappears. When you're in disorder... You get to know you. You get to know you. The you that never has to defend itself. The you that's unoffendable. The you that is pure love, pure light. And when you arrive in disorder, that's like the only possession you have to offer the world is love and light. There's the path. There's the path. So if you're in disorder, um, Keep going. Seek wisdom, not information. Seek connection, not being uh, correct. Seek an experience, not an explanation. Seek joy, not happiness. Seek something original. Don't be a duplicate. Um, Seek a state that is a state of beauty, which is such a powerful state. Because it doesn't care about status. It doesn't care about what the world may affirm. And there you will arrive eventually. You'll slay the dragon. You'll cross the bridge. You'll make it through the wilderness. It's going to be a bumpy ride. You're going to get bruised. You're going to get beat up now and then. But on the other side, you show the wound and you say, shalom. And all that we then have to experience is you and your essence, which is love or light. And all you have to do is choose one and you'll be both. You want to be love today? Copy that. Guess what you're going to be in the world? Light. You want to be light today? Copy that. Guess what you're going to be in the world today? Love. Ah, mercy. That is, uh, if that's not the good news, then, um, I don't know what is. Uh, I thought I'd leave you with Mark Nepo. <clears throat> Again, I'm still looking at a blank page of notes, so thank you all for listening with me this morning. Um, Mark Nepo I read today, and he has this uh, little segment in the Book of Awakening called Until We Live It. And I'll leave you with this. We come with all these parts and no instructions how they go together. It's so tempting to want the answers before we begin the journey. We like to know our way. We like to have maps. We like to have guides. But we are more like a breathing puzzle, a living bag of pieces, and each day shows us what a piece or two is for, where it might go, how it might fit. Over time, a picture starts to emerge by which we begin to understand our place in the world. Unfortunately, we waste a lot of time seeking someone to tell us what life will be once we live it. We drain ourselves of vital, vital inner fortitude by asking others to map our way. At the end of all this stalling, though, we each have to venture out and simply see what happens. The instructions are in the living, and I confess that all of the times I thought I liked this or didn't care for that, not one was of my choosing or yours. For as the earth was begun like a dish breaking, eternity is that scene slowly reversing, and you and I and the things we're drawn to are merely the pieces of God unbreaking back together. And as you approach this week, may you pause by the orchid, listen to the bluebirds sing, and be love. Hey, before you go, don't forget to hit subscribe right there on your phone. That's probably where you're listening. Uh, And if you enjoyed this, would you mind leaving us a review? One of the things that we're wanting to do is get this information out to as many people as we can. And we are finding that uh, when people leave good, true, and beautiful reviews, uh, that helps us get this information out more and more to people all across the world. I do not take it lightly uh, that you invite me to ride shotgun with you in your car. Uh, You allow these conversations to be a part of your jogs. You allow these conversations to be a part of the communities and families and businesses that you've been entrusted. Uh, I do not take that lightly at all, and I am thrilled uh, that you have joined us here at this table, at this conversation. There's always a seat left. There's always room for more, Uh, and we are just so grateful for you guys joining us here at Good, True, and Beautiful. And as you approach this week, may you pause by the orchid. Listen to the bluebirds sing and be love.